From Yoga Ayurveda Living, I'm Kelly Marie Mills. This is The Dosha Life, a podcast for wellness seekers, curators of happiness, and lovers of healthy living. Here, each series will have six episodes. This is series one, all about Ayurveda. Ayurveda is the younger sister science of yoga. Welcome to my happy place. Introducing Vata. According to Ayurveda, Vata is the main game changer in our life. If you have a problem, big or small, there is an 80% chance that the Vata dosha will have something to do with it. What I hope to achieve here is to give a few important ideas how to find Vata and equally important, offer some tips on how to soothe Vata. Ayurveda, like I explained in the first podcast, sees the world through the five elements. These elements combine in three different ways to become the three doshas, and they help us determine our current and natal biological humor or our body-mind type. But it only gets better as we begin to pull back the veil and look at the effect of each combination. And vata, as we learned in episode one, is a combination of the elements of space and air. This combination creates movement, And it doesn't matter what kind of movement, if it moves, we call it vata. If it stops, then vata gets unhappy. And FYI, pain in Ayurveda always implicates vata. But this may involve other doshas too. For now, though, know that vata, when unhappy, may create pain that comes and goes, feels variable in pain levels, all because she needs to move to be her authentic combination of air and space. And I just call her she because I'm a she. If you're a he, you can call vata a he. So how can this help you knowing about vata? Well, once we understand what to look for in a problem, we can find the right tools to reduce the imbalance. What I love about the dosha life and Ayurveda living is that many treatments are super simple and designed for daily life, even your extra busy life. Once you know the signs of each dosha, It's hard to unknow them, or at least some of them. And the more you access this traditional medicine, the more it will give you. Vata's nature is half a child of space, and space has nothing in it. Space is life-giving, and without it nothing can grow. We all need our own space, and we all certainly felt this in the lockdown. It was exhausting being compressed and feeling squeezed and not having any space. I can't imagine those living in tight quarters how difficult it must have been. Space contains all things, but is changed by nothing. So it didn't matter to space that we were locked in. She had all she needed. Vata's other parent of the natural world is air or wind. And wind is drying. It's exhausting because it always moves. It lifts us, breathes us. It's noticeable in everything just like space, but we really have to look for it to, quote, see it and feel it, unquote. In the ancient Vedic text, vata is described as that which moves. If you think of all the functions of the body as part movement, this shows how vata can be the cause of 80% of imbalances. But very important to remember for vata, without the other two doshas, pitta and kapha, to support her, She is like a conductor of an orchestra, 
without the orchestra, all movement and no sound. How does Vata show up balanced? Nowadays, she's known as the creatives. They tend to be the ideas people, great with abstract thought, and also tend to lean a little towards the material side of things, or like superficial. They add to community with their joie de vivre, their sense of daily excitement, but yet at times may seem withdrawn or could be termed shy because of their cool, dry nature. But also because of their excess movement, they get tired faster than others, but that can seem like shyness or withdrawing. Their sense of lightness excites others as their ideas and ability to change can confuse and also entertain. Bata's sense of humor is dry like parts of her makeup, dry and light. Vata is the spark of life. She is enthusiastic and fun to be around, but you could also say she is a tad dramatic. She gets unbalanced at times, but remember this is a part of her ungrounded nature of air and space. So as much as she might be flighty, she comes back to center just as fast. She can be a little discombobulated or seem uncoordinated in perhaps movement thoughts or creative flair such as appearing to be all arms and legs and runs like Phoebe from Friends down in the New York Central Park. But all of this is just the spaciousness and air moving within her or him. When Vata becomes unbalanced, they need a really good friend to hug them and nourish them. They need the type of soothing that comes from contact and care. They would appreciate a warm or hot water bottle and to listen to gentle sounds of the earth or the ocean or relatable music that will help them to breathe better and to surrender. Vata's emotional response is some form of anxiety, so it can be really high or low. She can be like a cat on a hot tin roof, ready at any time to bolt, and they may find it hard to take their coat off in a gathering. They may be near the door with their coat on, as if they're always prepared to leave the room. They're swift, slim, shaky individuals, and if pushed to the limit, they will easily tip or fall completely into hysteria or overwhelm. And with the correct remedy, they will feel better sooner rather than later. A vata type's digestion is variable. One day hungry, the next day not hungry. Digestive imbalances range from wind going one way or the other, burps and bloating, to upsets and constipation. And in the hunger stages, Vata feels all the anxiety creeping in until hunger is sated. Stress destabilizes Vata very quickly, and this can show up in a pure Vata type. Firstly, we will really feel Vata showing up in our digestion, symptoms of bloating, no appetite, no mind for food, but also we might get scattered or forgetful. Our body might feel fragile or shaky or shattered. If you never knew what anxiety was before 2020, there is no doubt you do now. Thanks to COVID-19 introducing what Vata feels like and the Vata destabilizing force when it's out of balance or excess. Also, COVID-19 brought this lock-in Many of us did find our creative side came out while we were all living in a box, so to speak, using our right mind to actually look at different ways of living our lives and also perhaps different ways of working 
different ways of finding work to come in and moving work out. But we have to remember that in those times where many of us were locked in, there were those who were actually keeping the world running for us for those few weeks, from our rubbish being removed to our shops being available, the posts and electricity, all the essentials, and of course, the health workers of all forms. I just wanted to add a thank you to all of those people. But no doubt, Vata types will recall all the overthinking of late anyway, but also in their past, waking at 2.30 a.m. or later and finding it hard to get back to sleep, the ideas and conversations avalanching all times of day or night, often coming during the Vata times of day or night. We'll learn more about that in the next podcast series. And if you are not sure what was going on while this sleep was restless, especially during the lock-in, if you felt confused, it really was to do with Vata becoming unbalanced because of all the undue stress that we were under. And remember that coordinating our breath with movement can often help to stabilize Vata. So a little bit of yoga or Tai Chi, just moving and breathing forward folds, standing up straight, forward folds, standing up straight. Breathing in is standing up straight, forward fold is the exhale, but doing it really slow and gentle. There are vital components of life that Vata is responsible for, and we can use this information to our advantage. First, remember that space and wind together, they find a way to move the mind in circles, catching ideas, and being enthusiastic about life, sparking our creativity. But it is Vata that creates the ideas. It's also Vata that takes the ideas and throws them out to the wind with a toss and then forgets them quite quickly. So make sure and write your thoughts down if you feel that your vata is high and this will help to stabilize you. And don't put it into six notebooks, but only one notebook with all your ideas. Vata is the boss of our breathing. She's the boss of our senses. She governs our nervous system. So this means she governs the whole show of homeostasis. So it's the regulation of all the systems of the body. I get tired of thinking of all the things she has to do for me every day. But thankfully, just breezing through this information, only just so we can understand how important this dosha is, this biological humor, the product of these two elements that creates certain behaviors in each person. It's just beautiful. Ayurveda at the beginning, I know it can feel a bit like a new alphabet, and I'm urging you not to allow the overwhelm to come into you. You don't need to know and understand everything right now. Over the term of this pod, this series podcast anyways, you will understand an awful lot, but just allow the not knowing to be present. When I was learning to read, I distinctly remember not actually knowing every single word that I was supposed to know. And I said it to my mom, I was really upset. I don't understand that word in this sentence. And my mom used to tell me that it would be okay, just keep reading and the sentence will probably make sense and that I could always ask her. So like that, you can always ask me, I know I'm not your mother, but you could always ask me or what I hope to do is put a glossary up on the website and you could turn to that but you can still ask me. But I think this technique of letting things go and letting the podcast move through your system 
can pretty much work for the dosha life. In short, don't worry too much about the words. Ayurveda brings us to awareness of the experience of each dosha, and the effect is what we're watching for. We become the observers of the dosha life. For dosha help, I want to give you some identifiers, or what we call in Ayurveda, attributes of the vata dosha. Like I was saying about understanding and not understanding everything, just imagine that Vata would say, okay, that's great, and she'd do her best to listen and not really remember everything, but would try and engage her mind. Pitta will want to understand everything, and they'll get really interested if they are, and purchase two books after three podcasts and try and change everything in their body all at once. And if there's any kaphas out there, you will just enjoy this so much, you'll lie down, you'll listen, and you'll be happy. But anyway, you can easily come back and remind yourself of the dosha life and how it shows up in your body. There are other behaviors that Vata shows that should interest you. And what I do remember is when I heard about these attributes the first few times, like I listened so many times to podcasts on Ayurveda, I felt like I was the donkey in Shrek and I was like, oh, that's me, that's me. And I know the donkey said, pick me, pick me. We want to see ourselves and help ourselves too. So if you hear something that sounds familiar in you, just make a mental sticky note. Vata behaviors vary. Like herself, which is space and air, she really can't help but be variable. But it depends really on how excited, balanced or unbalanced she is to see the attributes in extreme. Vata is dry, and so the dryness shows up. You probably notice it in skin first. But it can also be indicated in be dry eyes. It might be um, a dry throat. It could be a dry cough, but also it could show up in your nails. And a heightened state of vata is then brittle bones. And vata also is cold. I was just trying to think of how to relay that. It's like um, hands and feet would be cold even in the summer and I'm actually one of those people, but I know everyone has friends like that. But also, vata is light, and it's more like a lack of substance, you know, they're, they're lightweight too. And it's also their creativity, you see, it's so mobile, and they're so enthusiastic, they need an anchor. Vata is mobile, but that means that she moves, and we know that already, and she can move fast. She's actually... She moves faster than the other two doshas. And this also relates to our mind, our thoughts, and our emotions, our senses, that a vata type. She has all of these. They move very, very fast in her. And it doesn't stabilize so easily when they're out of balance. One of the important things to remember is that with all this movement, vata is irregular. And the irregularity arrives in daily habits. That's where a lot of people see their vata arriving. And this also affects their body functions. Both of those daily habits and body functions are a sign of vata coming into your life, or it's been there all, all along. You might notice that you're, you feel hungry one day and not hungry the next. You're thirsty, but you might forget to drink, or you don't even notice that you're thirsty, or you don't even notice that you're hungry. Your digestion becomes all over the place because of this irregular appetite. And there's a simple remedy, depending on how difficult the imbalance is. 
And if you've ever heard someone come into a room and say, I don't know if I'm coming or going, this is definitely a related to a vata problem. Vata is about time. And vata is the cause of time. And time is aging. Yeah, and if you think of all the things about aging, they all have to do with vata. We get dry skin. It's hard to keep warm. We show signs of lightness in body and mind. Aging is just another sign of transition. It's another movement of change. It's another movement of time. And vata is transition. If you're over 45, this traditional medical science, Ayurveda, can change how you live. You can learn what is going to dry you out in your lifestyle and nutrition, and you create a remedy. And for me, this is Ayurveda at its best, preventative medicine. And so what? Well, these vata-identifying words and what we call Ayurveda attributes, they help you find vata in your life. It can be vital for wellness, anti-aging. You, I love anti-aging. But Ayurveda also has amazing results for heightened states of vata. And some of these are difficult, like trying to get to sleep. You know, it has to do with timing. Digestive complaints like constipation or bloating. Lack of hunger, over-hungry, dry as a bone. Overwhelm, overactive mind that won't let up. And the things that come from overactive mind and overwhelm, you know, they just continue and they get really out of balance. You know, just even wind coming from one end or the other out of the body is often a sign of a vata imbalance. They're just a few examples. Knowing what is dominant in your body can help you. It's sort of like, you know, if you say your hip is giving you jip, does this have something to do with vata? Well, like I was saying earlier, each dosha has an area that they call their home site. For vata, it's the colon in the pelvis. For pitta, it's the duodenum in the digestive center, the central body, and kapha in the lungs and chest, the upper body. So any part of the body that has pain or disruption can give us a clue to the dosha out of balance and maybe even help to point to the root cause. Ayurveda brings a catalog of treatments and recommendations for vata reduction. Between the five areas or categories of treatments, massage, yoga, lifestyle, meditation, nutrition. And for vata difficulties, I would advise everyone to really look at their lifestyle first. But what I find is that a lot of people really want to take more time and look at their diet but actually for vata types, it's more about their lifestyle. And what you find is that what will tweak the dosha balance the most is the one thing that we try not to look after. So it's like telling a pitta person to not do as much, and you'll get that in the next episode. And for vatas, it's about slowing it down, stabilizing, creating regularity, and changing old patterns. Our introduction to vata is now complete. The dosha life is a gentle process of living in happiness, gratitude, and curiosity of all possibilities, breathing in and breathing out, as we reconnect once again to our true nature and our quiet, limitless joy, opening to real and authentic moments. 
this moment, just us, being human, here, right now. Until the next episode, may we all go gently. Click subscribe to receive more of these podcasts, Monday's meditations, Tuesday's podcasts, and Friday's relaxations. Pitta types will be awakened and subscribe, review, and rate this podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and probably share it with someone they love. Vata types will be inspired but can't make up their mind yet. Would they bother? And Kapha types, they know they need it, so they'll do it once they think about it. This is the Dosha Life with Kelly and all of you. Until the next episode, may we all go gently. Gently.